Okay, friends, welcome to another episode of the No Room for Doubt podcast. Wait, hold on. Are we? Re- what happened? Are we Why recording? am I? No, I feel like no. We were doing great. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive, and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online so let's get into it hello friends welcome to the no room for doubt podcast i've had a lot of challenges even getting to record this episode lots of bloopers my mic was on mute all the fun things are happening i've got a very fun guest with me here today a guest who i have been following on her online I've been enjoying her content laughing and really connecting with her and then I was just like why not get her on the show why not just have a chat so Sasha welcome to the show hi can I just say I'm actually fangirling I know I've just said this to you before the podcast (laughs) I'm like so excited to be here because I'm actually a little bit obsessed with you so I'm just having a little moment Oh, thanks. Like we're fangirling each other, I think. And I feel like this conversation is going to be a lot of that. Yeah, it's just like a big gushy mess. So for those people who are in the unfortunate position of not knowing who you are, can you just introduce yourself and what you do? Yes. Um, Hi, I'm Sasha. I am the owner of the world's greatest card shop. That is an opinion. That's like fact I just wanted to be really clear yes. from that off because I just think sometimes people think like oh you can't be no we are scientifically proven I can't give you any evidence but it's a fact so I have <laughs> a um so basically I have a small family business it's I say small family business I tend to use my 72 year old grandma as free labor um mm-hmm. and we do genuinely the best cards on the planet like we do greeting cards for real life so they're funny they're honest they're sassy they're straight talking they're real um and yeah um the place our little business is called cheeky zebra and it's just a vibe yeah it's such a party i want to get into what you said about the world's greatest card shop but before we go there Mm -hmm. can you tell me how you became cheeky zebra what was your journey i know you had sort of quite an interesting journey in getting here so what was your journey okay i'll try and do it as really quickly as possible because i'm a waffler and then you can just stop me or go on to bits yeah sure cool so I'm Indian which feels relevant to my story I'm not just like throwing <laughs> yeah. that, out that. So, hi guys my name is Sasha and I'm Indian so basically um I did what all I don't know I've grown up very like my granddad's very important to me I've always kind of wanted to make him proud it's like that kind of Indian older man figure so I did what all good Indian girls do and I did law I didn't want to do law um I did law because in my head no one forced me in my head I was like I want to make him proud. How do you make the Indian old man proud? You either do doctor, and I was like, gross. You either be whatever. <laughs> I was like, squeamish. And then I watched Legally Blonde, and I was like, oh, law. Like, then I get a happy granddad, and I get to be like, you know, Elwood. That was the vibe. Of course. Of course. Um, I would say a week into my law degree, I wanted to never be a lawyer in my life. Um, oh, my gosh. So I went to London, did law, knew I didn't want to do it, but I was like, I'm here now, finish the course after the course I've always wanted my own business as well like it was so weird I remember I used to even say to my family like even a fish and chip shop I want a fish and chip shop I want loads of fish and chips I just wanted my own thing since like forever um and then I did law tried to like never be a lawyer so I did some corporate jobs just so I could stay in London a little bit and when I was at one of my corporate jobs I got broken up with and um I remember 
seeing an advert for another card company on Facebook. And I remember literally thinking, I could do that. Because forever I'd wanted my own business, but I'd never had an idea that made sense for me to do. Mm. And like greeting cards are really simple because it's like, I'm hilarious. I can draw all right. And like anything she like, I'm just quite competitive. So I was like, fuck off, I'll just do this. And I needed something to throw myself in. So my first range of cards were breakup cards. The first card I ever designed says there's plenty more dick in the sea. And it had these little penises in different colours to try and like heal myself over my breakup. Um, (laughs) So I did it on the side. It was an Etsy shop. We didn't really take it seriously. Had a bit of a breakdown. Moved back to Derby. And then I was like, okay, I'll just try law for a bit. So I was a paralegal for it. It was like a lawyer's bitch. The idea was you do that. And if you do a good job, you get a training contract. And they were going down the route of saying like, you know, you're doing all right here. But I knew from my first week, I came home and said, mom, I'm going to stay here a year. And then I'm going to do Cheeky Zebra full time. I'm just going to do it on the side. So I did that. And I got to a position where I never tell this bit of the story. But um, I was like, while I was doing Cheeky Zebra on the side, I was like, maybe I'll just take like another job that's a marketing job that's a bit more fun. And obviously I had no marketing Mm. experience. So what I did, I wrote an article to say, dear marketing manager here's why you should hire me and I made it formatted it like a whole article and I was like I set up Cheeky Zebra on the side and it's doing really well and here's my Instagram and like because it wasn't making loads of money but it was marketing was good and it was doing all right and so I sent that out to like a few agencies to say can you just hire me and then somebody actually got in touch and they said like we'll invest like so basically I went to a meeting thinking I was going for a job interview and they said no we think you've got something here we'll be your business partners um we'll do it but me and her and her three co-founders were like we want 75 percent, and you have 25 percent. okay and I was like uh. so I went home and spoke to like my granddad and was like I don't know what to do and he was like well what why are you going to give them 75 percent? that makes no sense and I think at yeah. that point Cheeky Zebra had done like 25 grand in revenue that year so it wasn't mm-hmm. a huge amount and then um my granddad said to me fine She's obviously not happy doing the law thing. He goes, I give you five grand. He's like, you can have five grand so you can live off 500 pounds a month for 12 months so you don't have to worry. Then you can pay me back. But if you don't succeed and you don't make a proper business out of this, go. you have to go and get a proper job. This is ridiculous. And he like, I think... Stepping up, granddad, <laughs> granddad love just it. just came in on smoke. He was just kind yeah. of like, you know, he was just kind of saying, well, if this company wanted to invest in you, there's obviously something there. So why are you going to give it all away? Mm. And he was just kind of looking at this girl and being like, I'm sick of this. Like, you're obviously not happy. Just just get on with it. And so he gave me like the biggest permission slip ever. And um, I worked incredibly hard and touch wood. That was that. I was I went back to him at the end of the year and was like, you know, do you want to relax? Him being granddad was like no just put it in like a savings account somewhere and I was like mm. but he he wouldn't ever say he's proud of me because I, he's still like my biggest critic and like an absolute savage and terrifying however you know it's like four years from then wow that's thank you for sharing that part of the story because I love that it's like I feel like so many people will relate to like needing or like wanting having an idea wanting it to work not really knowing going to jobs is this the right thing and then finally getting that permission to slip to be like okay yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna make this work exactly and do you know what also I wanted to say like because I don't say it enough like he did fully give me that money like I never want to be like you know I did it and like I did it without a penny like that's just not true and I moved home and Mm. I always just want to make sure that I include that part of the story do you know what I mean yeah totally I mean it makes it totally like because I always see 
people talking about their success. And I think that this is one of the reasons why I'm so honest about all the things that are happening for me in terms of like, you need to know that there are actual real tangible things happening. Like I always talk about how I have my own coach. I'm also going to like start with a a new therapist soon as well. And it's kind of like, for me, those are my things I'm very honest about. And they are my things that have that have and will allow me to achieve some of the things that I'm going to achieve, if that makes sense. It's like, I didn't just create this all by myself, shy it out one day and was like, fantastic. Yeah, exactly that. I, yeah. And I really like that you share stuff like that. Like, that's one of the reasons I finally get over you personally. Just putting it out there. This whole episode is just basically Amazing. me flirting with you. you. Like, Hi, I'm a little bit obsessed with you. <laughs> I love it. Literally. So now we've got to your your journey. That was four years ago when your granddad invested in you. I think it was four years ago. I think because of COVID, I don't know. It might have been five at this point. Okay. Four or five. And I mean, we all basically lost a year due, due to COVID. I don't even know if that I counts as real life. Agree. It doesn't count. No, it wasn't real. Like, wasn't I am real. actually about to turn 26. I'm not about to turn 27 so because... Yeah, I, I didn't just turn 30. I'm 29, bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100. Exactly. I'm with you. Balance it. So four years on from that, that's happened. Now you are the world's greatest card shop. So yeah, yes, we are. Can this is and this is the central reason why I wanted you on the show because I was like, wow, look at all these people like being shy to say they're creative or like holding back on what their ambitions are and their dreams and people like, oh, I think I'll just try something. And here you are. You're like, no doubt about it. I don't have any evidence for this, but we are the world's greatest card shop. So please, can you just talk to me about that? Like share your thinking how did you create this belief in this identity right so do you know what I'm really glad you've addressed this because it I think as well I feel the same I feel like a lot of people online at the moment are too afraid to just tell everyone why you're amazing Mm. and I can't remember who gave me this advice I think it was a combination of a few people kind of said like Sash just be yourself more and like my natural state is this and like this energy but also like I can't remember the reasons but I had a bit of a mental switch like I went through stages of like I'm too nervous to show my face and what if no one likes me but now I can't even take that seriously because I just have zero Mm. tolerance for it because I'm just like you know because I'm so far from that version of myself I'm just like shut up yeah and like I have no tolerance for it anymore um because the reality is is like for anyone to have a successful business these days now we have to show up for ourselves because someone also I realized I was like I genuinely think our cards are great, but how am I going to convince you that they're great if I don't even believe they're great? Then you're not going to care. And then I realised it's not even about ego. It's like, I've made something that's great and I almost need to back the cards. It's not even about backing Sasha. It's backing these, this thing that we do. Yeah, totally. No, I love that. And it's so true. Like with my clients, I do this thing where you are on the business owner or the creative is on one side of a fence Mm -hmm. and on the other side is the customer and the customer on the customer side they're getting loads of ads for different products and services in your space they're thinking about what they want for dinner they're thinking about like all the things happening in their life and you're on one side of the fence and if you are bogged down in your own self-doubt and your limiting beliefs you basically won't be able to get onto the other side of the fence to guide your client or guide your customer to the to your checkout page and it's like you 
Yeah, and you've got to clean up everything on your side of the fence so you can guide that customer. I actually love that analogy. As you were talking, I'm kind of like, I think that's that's going to stick with me now because I was like imagining a fence (laughs) and I was imagining the fence is really high up and then I was like, babe, you need to be on a trampoline or they can't see you. And then your trampoline just needs to be like you showing up for yourself. Honestly, once I started just having fun, it helped. And it's not like, we're not like ginormous and I'm not like a millionaire right now. We will be, like 100%. But for now, like, I'm just having so much fun. Um, I've noticed that like people want to buy from you when you're having a good time. And you're just, and it doesn't have to be that you're being hilarious. Sometimes you feel in yourself when you're aligned and you're just in good energy and good spirit. And when you're just in that space, it's just magical. Do you know what I mean? I 100% and I will say what my perspective has been watching you is that because you have so much fun with your content and you just come on and you're sharing all the things like I remember I think one of the the most favorite things I've seen you do was like when you were like dating and you were like do I share about my card shop or not and like you're talking about that kind of stuff like just really not even about the cards just like random personal Sasha moments and what it has the effect of I'm engaging with you like just chatting about listening to you talk about things so that when I have an experience where I need to buy a card and I want to buy my friend a card you are top of mind because I've been thinking about you dating or doing an Instagram live or doing any of the super fun things that you're doing, you know, on your Instagram and in your reels and stuff. I think it's really easy to forget. Sometimes you need savvy marketing, funnels, ads, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you just need to be in somebody's face. You just need to be top of mind on that trampoline, bouncing, shouting from the rooftop. I could not agree with you anymore. Like, you like that's exactly it because... Uh, what I always do now is I think about how I buy from other people and that's exactly mm. it for instance I come to you a lot and like I keep forgetting that I want to buy your manifestation journals like I've actually <laughs> put myself on the waiting list and I forget and the reason I forget is because I still go to your content like you'll be there going on about roller skating and it'll just be in my mind I'll be yeah. like I enjoyed that but then I'm like oh I what because I know about you doing roller skating I'm like I like her because I just like your energy yes. it came so my first kind of interaction with you was just I like this person like she's got great vibes great energy I just like you okay I like Kyra cool then it was like oh what's she posting oh this is actually information that's valuable to me so now I already Mm. trusted you a bit more because I liked you and then it was like oh this content's actually really useful and helps is great then I heard about the manifestation journal the first time I'm like okay cool I've heard about it but it was the first time I've heard about it and it was like it was just in my brain over here and then I didn't buy and I didn't buy because oh, I didn't want to buy it, wasn't that? It was just, oh, that just in my brain here. I forgot about it, went about with my day. And then the second time I'm like, oh, and then it was like the waiting list. I was like, let me put that on. And it's because, you know that thing where the people are like, you have to, people need to interact with a brand at least seven times before they buy you. Yeah. And sometimes when yeah. you're like bouncing on your trampoline and you don't hear any noise from the other side of the fence, you can feel like, let me get off this trampoline because I feel like an absolute twat. Yes. And then what happens is, but what I've learned now is you have to just, Elizabeth Styles calls it um, selling through the noise. Like you have through the silence. Mm. You just have to keep going because you just have to know that just because they're not interacting back with you yet doesn't mean that they haven't just seen you and smiled to themselves. And it's been step one, step two. And it might not be till step eight that they even DM you or respond or click like. 
Yeah, like I agree with you so much. And it's so interesting, just a little plug, that the 90 Day Journal, it's going to really help with that moment where you there it feels like there is silence and you're putting so much out there and you're not getting anything back. That's going to require an internal shift for you to keep going. Essentially, what happens is your brain is like, this is really painful. I'm bouncing on this trampoline. Physically, I'm tired. I'm now all sweaty. Like, no one's listening to me. Like, my family are, like, looking at me like, what the hell is happening? And it's like, you have to sort of push through. Like, you have to find alignment, like, even when it's challenging. And I always say this thing to my clients. Like, I love what Elizabeth says, and I couldn't agree more. And the thing with manifestation is it's so easy to believe in yourself when the people are coming over the fence and you're just you're all you're doing is like a little one two step but can you believe in yourself when people aren't coming when you don't see those results and I think that moment where we have to figure out how we can believe in our vision and our businesses without any of that external evidence like that is where the growth is and yet it's the part where so many people avoid spending time in exactly that I just want to ask you so sorry but like you know like (laughs) but you know when I so for me like originally when I was showing up it was hard because obviously I was showing up as my full self and I was just being like sassy bear in mind like no one was really engaging with me and I was still like yeah. picking up my phone and being like hi guys don't know if you know but I'm the world's greatest card shop <laughs> these times I'm like I my at that point my business was very heavily reliant on ads so I wasn't really getting any organic sales no one knew who the fuck I was and I was like hey guys just letting you know I'm the world's greatest card I had like three orders yeah. but like, I love <laughs> it and like but what's funny is like that process like for us it would have been quite daunting but because I was just having fun mm. And I was, then it was easy because I didn't even think I was selling through the silence. I was just like, I don't care. I'm just going to keep, you almost have to go to a point where you just keep broadcasting. Yes, it's a conversation, but you almost just have to like residually just be like, I'm just going to broadcast this frequency and just be this sassy and just trust that people will tune in rather than you trying to get to them. Just trust they'll come to you. And I just wonder like, for you personally when you've had moments where you're feeling like it's a bit quiet before you kind of built up your audience whereas now what kind of like kept you through going do you know what what kept me going is I have a kind of brain where I love to solve puzzles and challenges and I don't not like physical puzzles like I do own a puzzle but I'm not getting the puzzles out but like I knew that what I wanted was possible because I had seen other people do it. I hadn't done anything like this before, but I almost gave myself no other way but to figure out how it's going to work. So it's yeah. like, I think Tony Robbins says this. He's like, you got to burn the boat. You got to like, if you want to do something, you got to burn the boat so you can't go back. So just a little context. I started my business. It was lockdown, 2020. 2020 I decided I didn't want to work in fashion anymore I decided Mm -hmm. that I wasn't going to do anything else and I had rent to pay for council tax like I lived in a one-bedroom flat at the time and so it's like I had these very real constraints on what I needed to do and what I needed to achieve and I was like no like this is how it's going to work and one one thing I'm really good at is deciding 
I'm going to do this or I'm going to go left and I'm going to go all the way left or I'm going to do this business and I'm going to go all the way in this business. And I think that's I what's made that the difference. I love that you said that so much and I'm actually glad you said that today because I needed that reminder because I'm at a phase now in our business where it's like, because like, I relied so heavily on ads and ads have fallen off a tree. I've had this moment of I need to go all in to all of my organic stuff and I've kind of committed to myself that this mm. financial year I'm going to put everything into this business I'm just and then I'm gonna like just burn every other bridge like you've just said and just go and see what but it's like the most empowering thing in a way when like because it turns off all the noise because like is it will Smith say that you could just plan b shouldn't exist like you just won't yeah I think so yeah I love that that. you just did it and you did it in very real construction yeah I love it yeah so tell me about this you've got so you've decided that ads are falling off a tree I mean I say that you've decided that like you didn't decide that but like there's been changes in data and how it's collected in terms of apple and security yeah it's painful ad spend has or the cost of ads has gone up Mm -hmm. and as a result of that you've decided you're not going to do that anymore you're going to go all in on the organic Mm -hmm. what would you say your goals are for this financial year I'm going to tell you the truth. If you don't mind share. No, I'm going to share. I'm going to share you the whole truth. Right, so ready? Let me. Ooh, big breath. So these are some big boy goals. Yes. So, ha, my goal is I want to get us to a position where we're organically doing 300 orders a day. Amazing. That's my big, crazy, insane goal. If I settle at 100, that's great. But the problem is, is that doesn't turn me on and make me feel like I'm going to smash it. I need my goal to be absolutely massive. So imagine if we did, so my average order value is £6. Let's do some math. So my average order value is £6. And hang on. So 6 times 300. Then if I times that by 365. Oh, sure. <laughs> so what I've just what? told you is like, I want to be doing £657,000 in revenue. <laughs> That's what I've realised that that number is. But no, like when it happens is like when it happens. But my point is, it's like this year, I want to get us to a point where we're organically doing 300 orders a day. So I'm not suggesting that that's going to happen the whole of this year. Like it's going to like start from where we are and we'll get there and we'll get there and we'll get there and we'll get there and we'll get there. But that's the big crazy goal. I love that. That's so fun. Even the way you've said it, like we have to talk about this. Okay. So with goals, obviously I love a goal, a 90 day goal, juicy, lovely. Sometimes we can be even, sometimes I notice that people can be even afraid to set the goal because they feel like Uh they're so far away from it. And what you're saying is I'm not sure how far or close you are to this goal but what you're saying is we may not achieve it this year but every year is going to build on on that like that's the direction that you're going yeah I feel like if I don't have a sex and scary enough north star and this has been the problem I've been the last year last year I say I coasted because I wasn't mm. excited do you know what I mean if it doesn't feel scary mm. and then it's not even worth I don't have the vim to like go after it whereas 300 yeah, orders totally. a day so at the moment I'll be fully transparent uh today because we've just finished mother's day when you just finish a major teasing our orders drop we still settle on at Etsy and Amazon but I don't include them because my target is just for our website right so I would say okay. today we had a grand total 
of eight. So far today, we've had <laughs> eight orders. Am I even the slightest bit afraid? No. I like, love genuinely, it. Genuinely, like, not bothered. Because, like, um, I would say our organic has done, has picked up so much. Like, we were kind of averaging, I don't know, I think we did a 1,000 or 2,000-ish orders. So, like, 1,500 orders over the last 21 days, just organic. Yeah. So, like, oh, uh, fantastic. Huge, that's a huge jump for us. And tick, yeah. TikTok's been phenomenal. That's why I'm going to be doubling down. But, like, yeah, I'm not scared. So, I could look you in the face and be like, yeah, we just did eight orders. I can still say like hand on heart we're gonna do 300 orders a day I love this this is so juicy I feel like I want to share about my goal now because I've been thinking like do I share my goal do I not so I'm actually working (laughs) okay it's coming so my goal for the year is to hit 100k and my 90 day goal is to make 25k in 90 days actually I want to say again 25,000 pounds I just want to feel that in my mouth in 90 days and do you know what it's been a challenge it's so I have a goal to make 25k in 90 days I've had this goal before I had this goal last year and basically that goal last year I didn't take any action towards it I was in paralysis most of the time and like what I would what the main growth of that goal and that cycle was was like just getting my head around the idea that a business could make this much money that it wasn't a sin if like if you desired money and that you could do a be a business that served you and literally getting my head around the idea that I want to be a business and I want to be financially successful and I want to do good for on behalf of my clients and my community now I'm set I set the goal again which I started at the beginning of this year and uh, I'm almost coming up to the end of my 90 day cycle. I haven't achieved my goal yet. I've got seven days left in this 90 day part. And what I've discovered is that this 90 days, I literally just learned like how not to do it. Like I learned all the things that went, so many things that didn't work, so many things that worked, so many things that I like, I want to double down on for next time. And one of the things that I always tell my clients is like, you're either going to get the result that you want, i.e. you achieve the goal, or you're going to get the lesson that you needed. And I think I haven't created 25k 90 days yet. But I think I've got 25 lessons that I can use for my next 90 day cycle. I'm in a place of I'm ready to set that goal again and literally to go again. Like I will, I will go like five times if I need to. But at the end of it, I will have this. I'm like goal. sitting here as you were talking, like ah, like doing big gestures because I was getting so <laughs> I so so excited about everything you just said because it resonates with me so much. Like right, first of all, so that goal that I've had about 300 cards, yeah. I had that goal, like, when I first started, like, four years ago, bro. And, like, (laughs) I wrote it down in such a feeble way because I didn't even believe it. It was, like, I just, like, 300 cards. I didn't even believe that was possible. That time, like, I had no money. I didn't even understand that that was possible. And I wrote it down, and I didn't even believe it. And I felt stupid for even saying it. And there's this thing as well where, like, which you kind of, one of the things I think that's so incredible about you is the fact that you just said, literally, to the world, I just did this was my goal was 25k and that first time didn't even happen and guess what I'm gonna do it again and again because I think so many people are so Mm. afraid to set a big scary goal because of the public failure of like declaring this is what I want and then if it doesn't happen I failed and it's worse so people won't declare what they want because even 
at the time they can't believe it's possible so they're too scared whereas like just as you said like that first declaration of the goal was you even believing it's possible somebody else could have said that's a failure it's not because now you know that it's even it needed you needed that to even know it was possible to get over your stuff with money to even believe conceptually do you think that I believe conceptually that I could make like it took so last year wasn't a good year for us financially so last year we did like we would have finished this year on 100 grand in revenue which isn't huge for us because we've spent okay, a lot of money amazing. on ad spend and so that's not like loads that's not loads of profit in okay there. that's that's bad the year before was the best year of yeah. my life and we did like 230k in revenue and we made and it was because like the ads were like printing money and everything was dope and then it all fell off a massive cliff and it was awful but if I yeah. hadn't have had that incredibly sick year I wouldn't that affirmed to me like you can't even make money from cards you gotta remember i'm selling a bit of paper that's three pound 99 and our margins on it are tiny like that's a lot of three pound 99s to make a decent amount of money and so you know how you said it you needed to even believe it was possible me having that goal and continue like it was only like two years ago that i thought that might even be possible and it took this year of like everything falling to shit for me to realize oh it could even be possible organically because that organic bit, I didn't believe that at all. I was like, the only way I can make money is if I'm relying on ads. Like, there's no way organically I can hit anywhere close to those numbers. And so mm. it's only now that I finally feel on year five or whatever it is that I'm able to publicly declare, like, we're going to get to that point. Because it's still like this whole process has been like getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready, which is exactly what you've just said in the sense of like that's and I think it's so easy to feel such rejection and such hurt like somebody like from the outside like my friend who doesn't know me or how I operate my business be like gosh like you said that last year gosh you said that the year before and like you didn't even say it with much conviction and like but whereas I can see that I can the way in which I can say it now is with such belief yeah yeah but I couldn't have possibly had that level of belief if I hadn't have declared it back when I had no like no money and no hope in hell of getting anywhere close to it I needed to even say it back then to slowly start this journey of even getting my head around it yeah totally I hear that so deeply these are like the internal changes of growth that you don't see I remember when I had that first goal and when I wasn't gonna achieve it I was coming up to that goal and it felt like this big deadline and I almost wanted to change the goal so that I would just so I could feel like I wasn't a failure like I was like oh like if I just change the goal I'm gonna give myself an escape from this fear this rejection this disappointment that I'm feeling but what I actually did is I decided that I'm still gonna keep my goal I'm just gonna fail it I'm just gonna fall on my face and I'm gonna allow that to happen and what actually happened was the perfectionism that was stopping me from achieving my goal. Like I had to like go through it. Like you have to like go through the fire and you, it's like, I say this about in roller skating, you can tell when someone, when a new roller skater hasn't had their big fall yet, because your big fall is when you fall on your ass, like you feel like you've broken your coccyx, it's in front of everyone. But a new roller skater who hasn't had their big fall they're very cautious, they're holding on to the side, like they don't really want to try anything. And it's like, you have to have that big fall. So you have the 
energy and like the freedom from fear to try the spins the jumps all those things like you're too afraid to fall you ain't gonna be able to do the backwards the turns and the transitions it's just not gonna happen I love that analogy like I've just sat there and I'm like I'm gonna think about that later like I actually (laughs) love that I'm like yes that was gold I was like yes I'm gonna remember this later but it's so true because now I've failed like because I have failed, like, my business, like, completely fell off a cliff with ads, like, but that was the best thing that could have happened to me, and now, I just feel, like, fearless, like, I just feel, like, mm. this energy of just, like, come at me, bro, like, I'm gonna have so many failures in order to succeed, like, I went TikTok viral, yes. we had a TikTok, it did a million, view- like, a million views, that's insane, I put out another TikTok, yeah. it got 200 views, guess what I did, did I stay at home <laughs> and start crying and stop making TikToks? no do I even delete the TikToks that I've got 200 views no because it's like come out like, I know I'm gonna fuck it up and that's fine mm. and like sometimes you know you get in your own head like when I'm posting on stories sometimes my stories are fire and sometimes they're dry and they don't hit the same mm. and it's fine because once you totally. decide that you're going for the goal then everything once you know that that's what's going to happen then your brain just sees everything as learning because it's like mm. it all just it all guides yeah and it's kind of like burning the b- burning the boats but with goals yeah when you're like I'm gonna achieve this goal there's no like you don't have that escape button like how I did when I first went after this goal where I'm like maybe I'll change it maybe I'll make it smaller and you burn the boats and you're like no this is my, my goal my brand is gonna get stocked in liberties I'm gonna make x amount of money like like there's no there's no up there's no down there's no left or right this is where we're going exactly that I think when you said about burning the boat you're right that's exactly what it is because you but by doing that you've told your brain that there is nowhere else to focus so you haven't got time to waste thoughts on like oh everybody hates me because I feel like this sometimes I post and I'm like everyone hates me like you ain't got time for that we've got Mm. 300 cards a day to sell so basically all we got from that was data we were like they don't want to hear about this when in this they'd rather hear about this cool and it's like, it's yeah. a detachment because we get so self-conscious. It almost, when you get just all in and burn the boats, like you said, your ego can't play as many tricks on you because it's we haven't got time. Mm. We've got this thing that yes. we have to go for. So nothing matters. Totally. And even like the time element, I think it's really easy to miss how much time it takes to be in doubt, how much time it takes to question your goal, am I good enough? Is my product good enough? It t- takes so much time to question, am I gonna do ads and organic? Or am I, should I do this? Or that person is doing this? Like we forget how much time it takes. And I think if I'm really honest, some of the reasons, some of the fails I've had in this 90 day cycle is spending a lot of time thinking about what is the best way to achieve this goal and then not actually getting enough results out in the field. And I also think that I've spent a lot of time working towards other people's goals. For example, I've done quite a few brand collaborations and um, like just things with external companies with my business. And I kind of had this realization of like, oh, like look at me just like selling out my time as if I don't have any personal goals and like just giving out my time when any whenever anyone wants it. 
you can hear people talk on Instagram about like how important your time is and how like you should just make decisions and how you should just try things. Like you can hear people talk about that on Instagram all day. For me and personally, it's very different to hear to hearing that on Instagram and actually going for it and discovering it in real life because you've failed and you haven't achieved something that you've wanted. And it's like now when I'm going into my next 90 day goal, my time, like my physical time, how I charge for it, the brand partnerships I do or I don't do, that is going to be the core of how I achieve my next 90 days. And I needed to go through this failure. It's kind of like speaking French, you just got to get it out the first time and try. And then the next time you like pronounce something, you get it better and better and better. And I think, yeah, that's what I've loved about this. I, uh, yeah, everything you said, it's just, it's just so amazing to listen to because I'm like, yeah, it just makes so much sense when you hear it, put it like that. Of course, it's not going to be this linear line. And also yeah. like, how much more fun is this journey when it's, oh, just a so good mess. one of the things that just hit me is like when you were saying about time it's like I completely hear you like it's raw you don't even it's good hearing it but until you feel it of like oh I didn't hit my goal because I actually wasn't spending my time in alignment with where I really wanted to go that message is just going to hit you way deeper than somebody just being yeah like, manage your time effectively because you felt that feeling of not getting what you wanted because you weren't spending your time correctly but equally the other thing I was going to say is like yeah totally. I just think we get so caught up on time like it matters you know just this idea of like okay so you didn't hit in the first 90 days I yeah. definitely didn't hit 300 orders a day in the first five years great and like someone could be like oh yeah but you said you're going to hit it this year it's like my goal is to say to do it in this year because if I don't put a time limit on it there's no urgency there's no vim and there's no going for it that's the purpose of putting a time limit yeah. behind it frankly if I can get it to a point where I'm doing 300 orders a day and we just looked at that figure and it was something wild like 657,000 pounds in revenue who gives a fuck if it took me 18 months from now as opposed to a year from now like what matters is that I get to a position yeah. where that's even ha- even if it's the last month of this year where we get even close to that like do you know how dope that is like and I just think this idea that someone could be like oh but if you didn't do it yeah that people can beat themselves up like if I didn't do it between this x period then it's not great it's like bro no that the whole thing full stop is insane yeah no totally like what we're talking about is mental like it's madness yeah it's exciting like who cares that it like took you as long as it took like it's amazing. Like, I agree with you so much. And it's so interesting that you said this because with the 90 day goal and the 90 day journal, like I had this concern that people would get this journal and be really gutted if like something didn't happen in 90 days. But and I also didn't want people to not take it seriously. Like I didn't want to say, oh, it's just fine. The way that I see time is that I'm going to talk for me personally, but like I want those con- times. I want the constraints. I, for me... In terms of building this goal, 25K in 90 days, I'm seeing that as a skill. Somebody who can create money on demand, create something of value and bring that back. I think the money is important for me. Like the number could be, it doesn't really matter. I just picked 25K out of my ass really. But the number and the time matters for me because I want to know that I can achieve it to these certain constraints. Kind of like how you've said, like, we're going to make this money, we're going to make hit this goal, and it's going to be organically. For me, if I can do 25k in 90 days, and I get that skill, that means that in a year, in a, in a, with four quarters, I can do 100k in a year. 
And then I can work on doubling what I'm doing in different quarters. Like, can I do 50K in a one quarter? And for me, being a business that makes money and being that kind of person that can command that much money and has the skill to be able to do that whilst delivering an amazing service, that is a highly valuable skill that I really want to teach myself. And so the way I think about time is like, if we're sitting here next year, 2023 and I'm like wow I've just achieved this goal I can make 20k in 90 days like I've achieved that but now I can go on and achieve that same goal for every 90 days for the rest of my life if I wanted to that's so exciting and that's that, the that's thing sort of difference. and it's so exciting to me because it's exactly that it's about what you said was it's not even about the numbers that's immaterial it's almost like the byproduct that's like the, the goal is important yes. but what's exciting is like you becoming better and honing your skills so you can give your clients the best experience of their lives so that you can generate and you can yes. become even better at what you do and like, it's just it's such an expansive place to come at stuff from do you know what I mean like it's just so exciting mm. like even hearing you talk about that it's just like you can't listen to it and not get excited and like with me picking 300 cards it's not about the number of cards I don't care it's more about the fact that's exciting yeah. because it feels god that's a crazy magical humongous out of this world goal and that's why we picked it because we need that and we need the timeline to make it exciting and passionate but like what that really means is I'm gonna learn how to give customers the best experience of their life how to build a brand that people can really back and they can be like I know that I want to support this company because they represent me and they express the kind of things that I want to say to my friends and they're about keeping it real Mm. and they're not about like and you can see how much they keep it real down to like how they show up online and how like my nanny still bullies me to this day like it's just we're very honest we're very yeah I love it it's it's that focus rather than the focus just being like I want to make x for the sake of x then that's not exciting it's like little yeah it's exciting it's interesting that we both have like that same thing of like we have these goals that are very pronounced but it's not it's not about the goals really totally it's about the like who you become yeah I would love to know like you've spoken a bit about ads mm-hmm. not working out for you and investing a lot with that what have has been like your biggest win in business so far and also your biggest fail in business so far okay because it's you I'm gonna be very like <laughs> very scary today. I'm not disclosure I'm not gonna promote this post on my like Instagram, but purely because I don't like to bore our customers with finances we don't have a business audience okay. but so I try not to talk to a silent but I would tell you because I love you so basically Valentine's Day last year I did, so Valentine's Day, last Valentine's Day, not the one that's just gone, so Valentine's Day 2021, we did £100,000 in sales in three okay. weeks. Amazing. Which is not normal. Bonkers. <laughs> that's amazing. Insanity. Like, Absolutely I feel like... Absolutely insanity. When you just said that, my brain didn't even register, like, the numbers. Like, my brain just kind of glossed over. I was like, what? Yeah, so just take a moment. Let's just, like let's just deep it okay so like so this is our so our average order value at that point six pounds probably still so imagine that six pounds we sell cards i don't sell shoes we don't sell we sell cards a hundred thousand pounds in revenue in three weeks was probably the biggest high of my entire life i've never worked so hard in my whole life it was me my granddad, my grand, my nanny, my master, my auntie, we worked day and night. Wow. We did about a thousand orders a day. Nobody slept. We worked 
so incredibly hard. It was my birthday. My birthday was cancelled. It's always cancelled. It's always on Valentine's Day. No one cared. We just worked, worked. It was really difficult because we got there because of Facebook ads. We relied. So I, I spent a hell of a lot of money. Like my ROAS was four, which yeah. means for like every pound we spent, we got four pounds back. Do you see what I mean? So I think profitability wise, it wasn't huge. Okay. I think we made like 25 grand out of that 100 was mine or maybe 30 okay so it's like I banked of that 100 about 30 but 30 grand in three weeks in terms of money in the bank is insane to me like right that was bananas and so I was like oh my god I like figured this out so like all I do is I ring up my ads manager and be like you can have as much money as you want as long as you make us like really like and I ordered all these envelope boxes which you'll see on my story I've seen them following them yes everywhere everywhere and I was like you know we'll just do this again here's my business model I spend money on ads I get loads of orders my life is great so then it was the next season after that which was Father's Day last year yes I brought all these fucking envelope boxes because there was an envelope box shortage and I was like well obviously I'm gonna shift 50,000 envelopes like it's nothing (laughs) so I was like sure come at me so if you like follow us on Instagram like you'll see like my bedroom's full of these fucking boxes and um mate ran the ads and covid had just unlocked as in uh, lockdown had just undone so people were outside of the house it was funny no one no one gave a fuck it was father's day everyone was just happy to be outside and around their family members two ios happened and three tiktok happened nobody was on facebook in the same Mm. way facebook it was the perfect storm i had fifty thousand boxes i was ready to make a fortune I'd launched chocolate bars because I thought chocolate bars in summer was a great idea for dads, of course. And because I was coming off the back of such a high, I was like, I can't do any wrong. I'll order a thousand chocolate bars. They'll go like that. They're still in our room. Like, is what it is. I have I donate them to homeless shelter every month, like every week now. But like, um, bear in mind, nothing. Not only, so our ROAS went from like a, a four, which is obscene. We were struggling to get a two. And if the ROAS is a two, what that means is you're breaking even. You're working for no profit. Wow. So what's the point? And you've got to remember, like, I have an Indian family and I have a granddad who's just seen me smash it. And now he's looking around and his granddaughter has got 50,000 boxes <laughs> of envelopes. And, like, he's looking around like, well, where's the money then? <laughs> what's going on? And there was, like, a huge public failure, like, internally, because my family is so important to me. Of course. Of that L. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to rally. I'm going to rally. It's going to be all right. Valentine's Day hit, this one. I'm like, all right, maybe it's just Father's Day that the ads don't work for. I know what happened last Valentine's Day. And yeah, same. Wow. Valentine's Day, they just didn't perform. And so I was like, I had a really horrible moment with myself where I do sell well organically. Like it made me start selling organically. And I'm starting to do loads better with that. But my organic isn't giving me a hundred thousand pounds yeah. in three weeks. Of course not. And so then I had to have a real hard moment with myself mid Valentine's Day, and I was like, "You're gonna have to work this out, bitch." And so I put some TikToks up, and one of them went viral overnight and did six grand in Amazing. sales. Amazing. And for that six grand in sales, I didn't have to pay any money. Like that didn't cost me any ad spend. And so six grand isn't a hundred grand, but that's when my brain was like, you're onto something. You can't rely on it. You, yeah, you can't rely on these ads anymore. And just to make it fully clear, I tried some TikTok ads for Mother's Day and no, nothing. 
but my organic TikTok blew, all of our organic sales blew, and we had a 10 grand month, or we've done 10 grand so far this month, which for us is humongous, because you've got to understand that's yeah. organic. Like, normally, I would have never dreamed of organically, but even to get anywhere close to that, I would have had to give a shitload of that money to ads, and I didn't. So that's £10,000 yeah. in cards that came from people who organically found us, and then I was like, oh, that told my brain organic is possible. And if we were doing Amazing. like 70 orders a day organically, now my brain's like, Sasha, there's no reason for you not to get to 300 orders organically. You just got to work. This is so interesting because it's like you had this goal so many years ago of selling 300 cards a day, writing it down timidly, thinking about it, chewing on it doing it with the ads thinking oh this is going to get us here then the ads not working and then discovering tiktok and like doing your thing on tiktok and then now it's like it's all possible it's all go and there's a hundred percent a little part of me that's afraid like the fact that i know it could be possible there's like bits coming up for me of like fear of failure or like fear of death and like wanting to like hide in my room rather than fully show up and I've like told myself like from the 1st of April it's on because Mm. it's a new financial year so I'm allowing myself just off the back of Mother's Day to have a few moments of like oh my god what's been going on this last year in business has been nuts I was rich and then I was poor and then I was rich and I'm poor again and there's so many boxes and I don't know what to do and (gasps) just like give myself some decompressed time and then that's it we're just gonna like fully tunnel vision burnt boats as you say and just go for it I'm like obsessed like I'm obsessed I'm so excited like they'll be so interested I might not put it off I might do put it off but I don't care like it's like it doesn't that's like a waste of brain like my brain at the moment is just 300 orders a day and let's go I mean, talk about manifestation, saying it every day, having this conversation, anticipating it before it happens, living into that, trying things, failing things. This is the magic of life, of business. I'm just so excited. Like, And it's funny because, like you said, like, it was a journey to get here. Like like you said, starting out feebly, feeling upset. And like, you know, even during Valentine's Day this year, like I cried my eyes out because I was almost mourning this easy business model that I thought was correct but like low-key it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it was just the universe saying like listen bitch we told you start using your natural skills and work organically you can make it work but you kept saying that you weren't ready to do the organic thing well guess what we've turned off your little magic ad tap so you've got no choice (laughs) you wanted to yes you wanted to hit a goal of 300 cards organically you hit a goal of a thousand orders a day but that wasn't organic you said you wanted it organically. That's it. It's on now. I mean, you inspire me so much. Even like, I think I loved you before, but now hearing all of this and having this conversation, the love is just very deep for you now, <laughs> Sasha. Like, I'm like obsessed. Really, that's how I felt hearing you talk about the fact that you just so publicly came on here and said, like, my goal was 25 grand in 90 days and it didn't happen. And it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it didn't happen. But this, but I got this. And I got this. And I got this. Like, I just think it's so courageous. And that's one of the reasons I obsess over you. Is because I don't think enough people in your space are as transparent and as honest enough mm. about documenting the process. Like, this is the process. This isn't failure. Yeah. This is the process. The process is that I came here. I publicly looked you all in the eyes and said, this is what I was going to go to. And now I learned this from it and this from it. And I'm still showing up. Like, that's so hot to me. And just so 
genuinely helpful because that's the reality of how it goes down and like that's why I like really resonate with what you're saying is because you just you get the message across in a very authentic and honest and like you're just telling the truth yeah and it's just like I mean what else could I do exactly it just yeah I don't feel like you're capable of like not telling the truth I don't think you've got like gear like literally not like I can't even like even like in friendship situations where people would lie I'd be like no like I can't but it's just something about me but um no I totally get what you mean and it's so interesting because when I started and was like oh I want to teach people manifestation I was like everything I do and everything about me looks so different to other manifestation teachers and I kind of just decided like no that's fine like we look different like I don't holiday in Barbados currently and I don't currently live in a penthouse and I don't you know yoga on a beach but that's okay like this is the way I have I talked to my audience about my gold own a penthouse so like don't worry that that is pending but as for now this is the journey everybody you're gonna watch Sasha and I do it exactly and like that's why I love you so much because it's like you inspire me by the way in which you show up has inspired me to keep going this is way more in tune with my reality the reality is you accept where you are but you keep showing up with just as much vim and confidence and but the thing that's so cool about watching you is I'm watching you do that I'm not watching you telling me to do that I'm watching you actively do that you get what I mean so like sometimes when I'll come and just stalk you like I don't even message you frankly I'm just there like watching it all unfold <laughs> taking the juicy bits of value that Same. I need and then I'll just fuck <laughs> off with my life but do you know what I mean like sometimes yeah. it's just good to see yeah no totally I hear you Sasha I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your juicy stories I know that this episode is going to relate with so many people and for those that who have already known you this episode is really going to take that relationship with you deeper. So thank you so much. I have one more question for you. Oh, please. I love it. So oh, no. if you had to, if this tomorrow the slate was wiped clean. Yes. And you had to rebuild. Yes. But you can only take three tools with you. What yes. three tools would you take with you? And you before like- you answer, they can be physical things. They can be mindset things lessons you've had it can be anything I would take self-belief like that was like the newest one for me that made the biggest difference just the self-belief like a hundred percent I'd take that with me I would take TikTok yeah amazing Um, I I had a feeling you would say that (laughs) fully take TikTok with me I don't even like the app but it's like yeah we you have to you have to try I would take yeah my self-belief I would take TikTok and I would take my sense of humour because Ooh. if you can just enjoy it and just laugh about it, because honestly, if you think that I was laughing my head off at the fact that I just had like a hundred grand in three weeks and now I've got no cash flow, all of my money is in boxes, all of my money is in a franking machine because I put five grand on it because I thought that will go tomorrow. And I'm thinking like, we're not making enough to cover the bills. Like at the moment, we've just got money like, dashed away that I'm using and I was like looking at granddad looking at me and if you don't think that I didn't objectively find that like situation hilarious because like it was just it's so funny like just look at life like isn't it just so funny how it plays out at times I mean you have to have a sense of humor because otherwise you're not gonna make it you're literally not gonna survive yeah if you don't find it funny when things fuck up you're fucked yeah literally literally I would say like 
my um one of my good friends he calls me Kyra the Bold instead of crying the bold. Be- no, he calls me crying the bold instead of Kyra the Bold because my first reaction Same. when something goes wrong is I just cry. And <laughs> what happens is I cry for like an like a few minutes and then I'm like, okay. Now we can laugh, but I have to go through that process of this sucks, it's the worst. Wah-ha! And then the next day I'm like, okay, this is really funny. <laughs> I love that that's part of your process though, and that you know that because almost if you know that that's what you do when you're crying, you're not too upset by it because you're like, oh, this is just what I do, which happens to me. Like, I cry my eyes out, and my family around me are just like, Sasha's doing that thing, yeah, come out soon. And then I'll just like make really dark jokes about it and just be like, come on, let's go. I mean, so funny that your family's just like, yeah, she's just in her room crying. Just leave her. Like, let her do her thing. <laughs> They're just over it. If you think my family are not oh. over it, she, like, I have such a savage family. Like, it's such a loving, but, like, savage family. Like, yeah. I love that. that. I love that. So where can people find you if they want to stay caught up on your journey and want to discover your TikToks? Yes, so we're the world's greatest card shop, number one. So you can find us on our website, www.cheekadebra.com. Or I would say come to Instagram because okay. that's where you'll find the most of us. And then if you want to search us on TikTok, by all means, you can. Um, at TikTok, we're Cheeky Zebra Cards. But all you're going to see is like images of my hands opening <laughs> cards to that American voice. You know that, who would you send this to? <laughs> um, but it goes viral, guys. So I'm going to just keep giving it what it wants. Um, but on Instagram, you can find us um, at, at is cheekyzebra.com. So it's spelled out. So it's D-O-T-C-O-M. Okay, amazing. Thank you so much. I've genuinely had the best time. Yeah, it's, I could talk to you for hours about this, to be honest. Yeah, we should probably stop. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to Coach With Me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews, K-I-R-A, matthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.